Good, <clears throat> whoa, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, squirrels and ocelots, mimes and pipe fitters, tap dancers and brick masons. All are welcome here at Pontificating with Paul and the Proletariat. Heard Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. till noon, right here on 1320 WARA and blah, all over the world at WARARadio.com. <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I hope you're sitting down because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, squirrels and ocelots, mimes and pipe fitters, tap dancers and brick masons, we are in studio today. Yes, we are in studio today, believe it or not. I think Corey Pesatoro is going to join us in our 11 o'clock hour, the world's greatest uh, accordion player and a wicked, way wicked cool guy as well. I'm going to record some spots for our Super Bowl coverage tonight. Two Super Bowl games tonight at uh, 5.30-ish. Uh, the Division II championship game is the King Philip Fighting Warriors uh, take on the Marshfield Fighting Rams, defeaters of Catholic Memorial uh, for the Division II title. That'll be tonight. Uh, hey, Peter J. Wiggins, I'm, believe it or not, I'm in studio today, so give us a call on the 508-222-1320 line. All right, Peter J. Wiggins will be calling in. Uh, and then at 8 o'clock tonight, the Division Four, no, Division Three championship game, uh, the Walpole Fighting Timberwolves. They used to be the Rebels against the Milton Fighting Wildcats. Uh, so that means uh, just a half hour tonight of... Um, Besides the B-sides with our own Agent 86, rats, rats. Uh, he'll be on from 5 to about 5.25, and then uh, we'll have our quick pregame and then high school football for you tonight. Two more games tomorrow night. We'll talk about that in a bit. But let's uh, hit this button, press that button, and say good Thursday morning to the Peter J. Wiggins. Morning, Paul. There we go. That's how to start us off. How you doing, Peter? Doing good day, yes. We had a good time in the North Winter's Girls Soccer Finger at the Envision Hotel in Mansfield, and they got me a fancy Norton purple hat and an umbrella. Outstanding. That's fantastic. That's right. That's right. I'm wearing uh, right now a 2022 Hockamock League Championship Girls Volleyball T-shirt. Uh, that the That's ladies, right. yeah, that the ladies presented to me. That's always great to get gifts uh, from the teams we cover. What else is going on in Norton Town? Sunday night at five o'clock, you'll be the lighting of the Norton Common for the Christmas holidays, and Santa's going to come in a fire truck. Oh, outstanding! That'll be great. Hopefully, it goes better than uh, things down in Washington D.C. Did you see the national Christmas tree got blown yeah, over it by blown down in a windstorm? Yes, yes, that won't happen in Norton, though. We won't let it. Anyway, what else? And at Wheaton College on Monday, December fourth, from four to six thirty p.m., there'll be the Winter Fest. The Winter Fest, outstanding. Right. Anything else? That's it. Hey, Jackie. There it is. All right. Hey, Peter. Thank you so much just for being you. Rumor has it you'll be on the air today. I'll be yes, two o'clock on thirteen twenty WARA discussing all things. Ex Norton. Yes, from 2 to 3 p.m. Thank you, Peter J. Wiggins. Thank you. Have a good day, Paul. See you. Bye. There he goes, the great Peter J. Wiggins. Uh, click. i got to remember what all these buttons do. There we go. Uh, yes, from 2 to 3 o'clock today, everything you wanted to know about Norton, but we're afraid to ask. Uh, that'll be 2 to 3 p.m. today. Uh, by the way, our high school football game's tomorrow night. Um, 
the uh, Division Four and Division Five championship games. Uh, Division Four at 5:30. That's Situate against Duxbury. Duxbury still angry over Situate upsetting them in the 2021 championship game. And then Foxborough, a dynamite uh, Foxborough team, just one loss to the aforementioned uh, D2 title aspirants, uh, King Philip. Foxborough will take on a, uh, are they undefeated or one loss? A dynamite Hanover team. That'll be uh, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Uh, so um, a truncated show for uh, besides the B-sides with Agent 86. I think he's going to try to arrange to come in Saturday night. Uh, to get his full show in, 5 to 8 p.m. All right, the phone lines are open at 508-222-1320. is Lur Number. As always, you can text the show at 774-287-6194. That's 774-287-6194. Oops, I got to get my email up. And uh, in about uh, a minute or so, once my email comes up, you can, whoops, no, I don't want that. Uh, you can email the show at WARARadio.com. That's Paul. Paul, well, actually, just one Paul. It's not Paul Paul at WARARadio.com. It's just, it's just Paul with a P at WARARadio.com. Ah. Uh, on this day in 2012, the incredibly... Uh, mega, super, otherworldly talented Glenn Campbell played his final concert at Napa, California's Uptown Theater. The show was the final stop on the prolific singer-songwriter's goodbye tour after he announced his Alzheimer's diagnosis. Rats, rats. Might have to play some uh, Glenn Campbell music later on. What do you mean, might have to? Might have to. Who doesn't want to hear Glenn Campbell music? Sheesh. Uh, I think we got a remote correspondent. Oh, rats. Meant to read my text from Dave Kane uh, from uh, last night. Uh, Christmas is for kids. They still need your help at Christmas is for kids. We'll get to that in one second. Uh, Agent 6 has a remote correspondence. Okay, should this be... Where's my... How come I can't get my email to open up? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. How come it won't open my email? What did Ralph Cramden say as he was leaving Attleboro? What did Ralph Cramden say as he was leaving Attleboro? Hello, Norton. Yes, not to be confused with Seinfeld's Hello, Newman. Yes, hello, Norton. Norton! Thank you, Agent Six. That's how to start us with a sense of humor. Where's the tab to get my email to come up? My W-E-R-A-R-A email. Heavens to Betsy. Will that come up? Anyway, 508-222-1320 is Lurt Number. No, I don't want Word to open up. I want my email to open up. What are you doing? Get away from me. Um, uh, Henry Kissinger will not be down for breakfast at a scant 100 years old. 100, I tell you. My content, will that help? How come that's not working? I don't think it's apps. Is it apps? No, get rid of that. Outlook? 
Okay, there we go. I think it's coming up now. We'll see. Uh, Henry Kissinger uh, will not be down for breakfast. The uh, former Secretary of State under Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford. He hasn't worked for the government since the late 70s, uh, but everyone has always asked for his opinion. Um, the greatest quote I saw about uh, Henry Kissinger, can't remember who it was from, uh, but it said, because uh, he's known as being way wicked smart, uh, borderline genius, I tell you. Uh, but there was someone who commented about Henry Kissinger. If he was 10% uh, less intelligent and 10% more honest, he could have been a great president. Ah, oh, here we go from Agent 52 yesterday. There we go. We were talking, uh, Agent 52 had sent in a remote correspondence um, regarding um, a speech uh, that uh, Melania, the uh, wife in name, of the uh, 45th president had given, um, uh, which basically showed she plagiarized uh, from an earlier Michelle Obama speech. And there's a couple of sound clips that go with it. Might try to get that in later. And... Okay, I think we're all caught up. Uh, former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, the diplomat with the thick glasses and gravelly voice who dominated foreign policy as the U.S. extricated itself finally from Vietnam and broke down barriers with China, died Wednesday. His consulting firm said he was 100 years old. His, uh, with his gruff yet commanding presence and behind-the-scenes manipulation of power, Kissinger exerted uncommon influence on global affairs under Presidents Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford. Uh, get rid of that. Uh, by the way, this story by Nancy uh, Banak of the uh, Associated Press. Uh, he earned both vilification, the whole bombing of Cambodia and North Vietnam, Laos, that kind of thing, and uh, the Nobel Peace Prize. Decades later, that was for the 1973 negotiated peace between uh, North and South Vietnam. Less than two years later, uh, the uh, North Vietnamese had taken over the entire country with people clinging to helicopters on top of the U.S. Embassy. Yeah. Uh, decades later, his name still provoked impassioned debate over foreign policy landmarks long past. Kissinger's power grew during the turmoil of Watergate, when the politically attuned diplomat assumed a role akin to co-president to the weakened Nixon. Yes, Kissinger basically, uh, um, hold on, Kissinger basically uh, ran the entire foreign policy end of the Nixon administration as he was busy battling things out uh, with the uh, Watergate committee. And I think something happened on this day regarding that. Da, 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 da. Nope, that's not it. Um, da, da, da. Uh, no doubt my vanity was picked, Kissinger later wrote, of its expanding influence, but the dominant emotion was a premonition of catastrophe. Page two. We're not going to read the whole thing, don't worry. Uh, a Jew who fled Nazi Germany with his family, I believe, in 1938. Uh, yes, a Jew who fled Nazi Germany with his family in his teens. Kissinger, in his later years, cultivated a reputation of respected statesmen, giving speeches, offering advice to Republicans and Democrats alike, and managing a global consulting business. Da, 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 da. 
Never without his detractors, Kissinger left government. Excuse me. Kissinger, after he left government, was dogged by critics who argued that he should be called to account for his policies on Southeast Asia and the support of repressive regimes in Latin America. Oh, yeah, to hell with the civilians. We want a stability. Gosh darn it. For eight restless years, first as National Security Advisor, later as Secretary of State, and for a time in the middle holding both jobs, Kissinger ranged across the breadth of major foreign policy issues. He conducted the first shuttle diplomacy in the quest for Mideast peace. He used secret channels to pursue ties between the United States and China. That's one of the things he did that actually worked out well, uh, ending decades of isolation and hostility. All right, 774-287-6194 is Lert Number. Come on. Come on. Here we go. Agent 95. Norton, I've been watching you and you've been watching me. I know and I know that you know that I know that you've been watching me. So what are you getting about? What are you getting about? There, oh, so what are you getting about there, old Ralphie boy? <clears throat> old Ralphie boy, my pal of mine? Yes. Oh. And why is his name? Art Carney, my God, one of my heroes. Uh, Art Carney as Ed Norton in The Honeymooners. Are you kidding me? Uh, Agent Six writes, I got to get to a break soon. Harvard makes mistakes too, you know. Kissinger taught Woody Allen. Oh, wow. Yeah, is it Woody Allen's birthday? Binary quote, Woody Allen quotes. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to email that to me, Agent 6. Can't open that up my uh, flip phone. Uh, that's uh, Paul at WARARadio.com. Agent 5. Again, believe it or not, we're in studio today, folks. Carol has a way wicked busy day. I got a lot of stuff to do down here. Hello and good morning, Paul. Yes, Mr. Kissinger, 100 years. Wow. Certainly a controversial character. Off to volunteer at the uh, food uh, pantry at the Murray Unitarian Universalist Church on North Main Street. Off to volunteer. Catch you later. And then I wanted to get Dave Kane's uh, text that he sent me last night. There we go. I haven't been uh, saying enough or doing enough to, uh, to promote Christmas is for kids this year because uh, I've been broadcasting from the man cave, editing suite, find Carol's office uh, most of the time. Uh, but uh, Dave Kane wrote uh, last night, Hi, Paul. I'm at Christmas is for Kids. I wanted to let you know that we could really use uh, our phones to ring uh, today. The telephone number 508-222-2211. That's 508-222-2211. That'd be uh, 22, that's 22, Doug Flutie, 11, Joe Cap. How's that? Yes, 222 2211. We have 930 children to get Christmas uh, gifts for this year. So, uh, so, of course, we need all the help we can get. Please let your people, uh, listeners, know and tell them any help will be great, greatly appreciated. Blessings, Dave. I wrote back, will do. He wrote, great, thanks. It's the 41st year of Christmas is for kids. I don't want to fail on this one, LOL. 41 being an important number uh, to uh, Dave Kane and all Kanes everywhere. As, uh, that's his connection with uh, 
his son Nikki on the other side. Uh, and then Agent 95. Hello, Agent 95. Come on, phone. Come on, be a good little flip phone. That's a good little flip phone. Maybe not so much. Uh, by the way, speaking of people who plagiarized other people, whoops, come on. Oh, tedious, tedious. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. By the way, speaking of people who plagiarize other people without giving credit, such as Melania, good old Joe Biden in 1988. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that in the old days. Ripped off labor leaders, labor leader Neil Kinnock's speech of why was I the first person in my family to go to university. Uh, Joe Biden, plagiarist. Oh, nonsense. I'm sure it was someone on his staff. Uh, Dave Kane writing in. By the way, the phone lines open at 5 p.m. Yes, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. The phone lines are open tonight. If you want to help out with Christmas, is for kids. Uh, again, they still need your help. Get to get gifts for 930 kids. Uh, and you, if you can, if you can, I'd really like you to help because it's, it's Christmas. And they're kids. We'll be right back after this on 1320. W-A-R. Where are my liners? A. Well, I know what I'm doing. Don't worry. I'm a trained professional, almost. Oh, no, that's not what I wanted to play. All right, never mind. Uh, yeah, Glenn Campbell gave his last concert on this day in 2012. Was that right? Yes. Uh, years earlier, in 1968, Glenn Campbell started a five-week run at Numero Uno, on the U.S. album chart with uh, this little number. <clears throat> uh, we'll get back to Wichita Lyman at the uh, end of this uh, set. Uh, Jimmy Webb wrote that song. The inspiration for the lyrics came while driving through Washita County in northern Oklahoma. Webb was driving through an endless litany of telephone poles, each looking exactly the same as the last. Then in the distance, he noticed the silhouette of a solitary lineman atop a pole. Webb then, quote, put himself atop that pole and put that phone in his hand, end quote, as he considered what the lineman was saying into the receiver. <clears throat> yeah, not to be confused with the trucker driving by in the other direction who was saying into his CB radio, Breaker 1-9, Breaker 1-9. Winston Churchill. Uh, we played his uh, classic, uh, a two-minute clip of his classic uh, speech, um, motivating uh, the British citizens uh, to uh, stand tall, stand, stay strong uh, during the uh, Nazi attacks, uh, air raids on London, the airfields, uh, etc. during all those years. Maybe we'll get that later. But Winston Churchill, born on this day in 1874. Who was the woman, who was the woman he insulted? <clears throat> he... Uh, he actually had the nerve, the unmitigated gall, uh, to call a woman ugly. She was very offended. <clears throat> and she said something to the effect of, well, you're drunk. You're drunk. Yes, I am. But in the morning, I shall be sober. <clears throat> the implication being her condition will remain the same. That wasn't nice. 774-287-6194 is our alert number. Michael Jackson's thriller released... Um, 
oh, I'm uh, released on this day in 1982. It becomes the best-selling album in history. History, I tell you. And Michael Jackson, 1982, 1983, uh, went from being the absolute coolest male on planet Earth, ending up as a, well, basically a white version of Diana Ross. Rats. Rats. That was unfortunate. House lawmakers, they keep going after the little guys but not the big guy. And by the big guy, of course, we mean the orange pile of excrement. House lawmakers are poised to hold a third and potentially historic vote this week to expel Representative George Santos, Republican from New York's 3rd District, parts of Long Island and Queens. Uh, They uh, will vote this week to expel George Santos from Congress after a House Ethics Committee report Uh, This month accused the 35-year-old of campaign fraud, misuse of campaign funds, and other federal crimes. House Speaker Mike Johnson, Johnson, announced yesterday that a vote on the privileged resolution for Santos' expulsion will take place tomorrow. Santos, who's in his first year in office, faces 23 federal fraud charges, well, not as many as the 91 uh, that our 45th president is facing, but still. uh, He faces 23 federal fraud charges in New York, uh, survived two previous expulsion attempts because the Republicans are desperate to hang on to every vote they can get in the House. The charges came after a federal probe following reports last year alleging Santos fabricated or exaggerated many parts of his resume and personal history. Yeah. No, he never worked for Goldman Sachs. No, his mother didn't really die in the 9-11 attacks. Wow. And it went on and on and on. He also ripped off his uh, campaign uh, donors big time. Santos has said he will not run for re-election next year and believes he is likely to be expelled in the third vote. Well, that's a little bit of justice. Again, I'd rather see the justice <clears throat> aimed at more prominent Republican politicians, but oh well. A two-thirds supermajority vote will be needed to remove Santos from the House. Only five members of Congress have been expelled in U.S. history. Amid the expulsion procedures, a 15-foot inflatable balloon of Santos was spotted near the U.S. Capitol. Oh, stunning. Outstanding. Hold on here. Um, in a, in, I'm a bit of a sky watcher, so um, I'll make this quick because you might not care about this, but I think it's neat, O'Keen, as the uh, beaver moon uh, begins to recede, recede in the late November sky. Uh, astronomers have observed a rare instance of a solar system inside the Milky Way whose planets orbit in sync around their host star, uh, cosmic resonance, as it were, according to a study published published yesterday. Researchers believe the motion of the planets has remained virtually unchanged since the system's formation roughly four billion years ago. Wow. Uh, People who interpret the Bible literally aren't going to like this news, are they? The four closest planets display what is known as 3 uh, colon 2 resonance. 
For every three orbits a planet makes around the host star, the next farthest planet completes two orbits. The next two planets display a 4-3 resonance. Typically, newborn systems are are knocked out of balance by some disruptive event, for example, collisions with asteroids. Uh, Because the planets in question have maintained their original orbits, their study is expected to shed light on the early stages of star system formation. The host star is also the brightest discovered to date, uh, to have more than four planets orbiting around it. I don't know why I felt necessary to share that with you, but we have. All right, uh, 508-222-1320 is the number, 508-222-1320. Ha, <clears throat> the classics, the classics, huh? Well, it's that time of year. Uh, to overeat. We'll all be reaching for the Alka-Seltzer at uh, some point. 774-287-6194 is Lur Number. Uh, come here. Come here. Here we go. Cover this because Dave Kane's uh, listening. Um, I think I previewed this two or three times yesterday and never got to it. I don't know why they call this show ADD Radio. From uh, yesterday's Sun Chronicle, George Rhodes writes, A symbol of unity... Resolution against hate <clears throat> now hangs in City Hall. Ooh, a, resolu- a resolution against hate. Wow. That'll cause Republicans to spit in the floor of City Hall as they walk by, um, <clears throat> as they walk by uh, that resolution now hanging in City Hall. It's official now. Top city officials will stand against racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, and any other kind of hateful intolerance Currently supported by the Republican Party. Oh, wait, that's not what it says. Or any other kinds of intolerance toward others. It became official when a number of officials hmm, met recently at City Hall to hang a framed version of a resolution against hate. Just outside the mayor's office on the second floor. Eight city councilors, the mayor, and nine school board members signed on to the resolution. You can see holding up to camera number two. No, no, camera number two. Uh, there's Mayor Simone. Uh, oodles of people behind her. There's Lori Sawyer over the mayor's left shoulder uh, to the right side of the picture. Hello, Lori. Hello, D. Ah, the councilors who did not sign it. Uh, which Dave Kane has covered extensively and uh, written letters to the Sun Chronicle about, the counselors who did not sign it said they did so not because they disagree with the resolution, but for other reasons. Counselor Sarah, Sa- counselors Sarah Lynn Reynolds and Jonathan Tavares both said they wanted more input in forming the declaration, and Richard Conti gave the most honest answer. He simply forgot. Mayor Kathleen D. Simone called the resolution an important symbol. The joint resolution is intended as a symbol of unity in the face of hate, discrimination, and bias, which can divide and destroy our... Page 2. Community, D. Simone told the Sun Chronicle. It's also a sign of support for folks in our community who may belong or identify with targeted groups. Groups mostly targeted by conservatives. 
Although hate speech is different than hate crimes, words matter and it's important to address hate speech head-on, Simone said. As the United Nations points out, hate speech is a denial of the value. Excuse me. Hate speech is a denial of the values of tolerance, inclusion, diversity, and the very essence of human rights norms and principles. It may expose those targeted to discrimination, abuse, and violence, but also social and economic exclusion. When left unchecked, expressions of hatred can even harm societies, peace, and development as it lays the ground for conflict, tension, and human rights violations, including atrocity crimes. Lori Sawyer! friend of the show and chair of the Attleboro Council on Human Rights, who recently won election to the city council, said that while the Human Rights Panel knows that while this resolution is a good and positive thing by itself, it is more than just a message of hope and solidarity. The resolution is a declaration that Attleboro supports its residents and will not tolerate any efforts to make them feel unsafe or unwelcome. Sawyer told the Sun Chronicle, it's a commitment to working with the Attleboro Police Department and city officials to combat hate, racism, homophobia, and anti-Semitism in our community. And that last one, anti-Semitism. <sighs> Boy, that's been raising its ugly head lately, hasn't it? A couple of remote correspondents. Hello, Agent Six. Keeping with a Boston theme. Oh, Okay. Regarding the phone number for Christmas is for kids, 508-222-2211. Uh, to remember, 2211, Doug Flutie wore 22. Joe Cap, after his great career with the Minnesota Vikings, wore number 11 in his one dismal season with the New England Patriots. Um, Agent 6, keeping with a Boston theme, the phone number could be 508-222-Roger Clemens, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, Clemens wore number 22, and Drew Bledsoe wore number 11. That's a little more current. Thank you. Jackie, Romanicki writes in, Richard Conti did, did ultimately sign the declaration late, but before it was put up in City Hall. Thank you for that correction and amplification, Jackie. Uh, ben Stiller. How old is Ben Stiller today? Uh, actor, com uh, comic actor, serious actor, uh, director. Da, da, da. He is 58 years old today. Uh, he did a movie a few years ago. Uh, oh, my stars. I could live for 1,014 years and not have enough time to explain to you how much I love the movie Tropic Thunder. Everything about it. Uh, the way it goes after uh, the dark side of the uh, Hollywood business and promotions. The cliches. The actors who take themselves way, way too seriously. Oh, I'm practicing the craft. You play and make pretend. You know, the same thing every kid eligible for a gift from Christmas is for kids uh, does every single day of their life. I'm a theater major. I appreciate the arts. But stop talking about the craft. <clears throat> You're playing make pretend. And it had Robert Downey Jr., satirizing and parroting. Hello there! Um, uh, uh, people performing in blackface, bursting into the studio, unannounced and uninvited, and occasionally welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, the king of uh, accordion cool, Coach Dave, is in studio. Yeah! Which mic do you want? I don't 
All right, take that one. That's um, whoops. That's what happens when you get old. Yeah. So we're celebrating. Is it your forty-eighth birthday today? Uh, it would be the thirty-fourth uh, anniversary of my forty-eighth ah. birthday. Okay, thirty-four <clears throat> plus forty-eight. Now I got to do the math. Thirty-four plus forty-eight. When I was younger, I could do it in my head. Eighty-two years old. That's me. And you stumbled a little bit coming into the studio, but that's okay because you're wearing your life alert around your neck, right? right? Well, <laughs> that, that's because I, I broke my leg in May, so. So your shoulders just healed up and then you broke your leg. Yeah, well, you know, you got to keep, keep it going. How hard did the loving wife kick you in the shins to lead to that broken leg? Uh, it, it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was it a was doozy. In fact, I was on my way here. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us all why you're here in studio today. Well, many years ago, in my misspent youth... I or was, as uh, Chief uh, Wild Eagle of the Akawis might say, many, many moons ago... <clears throat> whatever. <laughs> I used to be a long-distance runner. And I mean long-distance. Yeah. Uh, and at age 40, just for kicks, uh, I decided to start running my age in miles. So wow. I was 40 on the 40th, you know, that type of thing. Wow. Yeah. Of course, that ship has sailed, and uh, you know, but but the uh, endurance gene still is, is, is still there. <laughs> the cartilage is gone, but the yeah. endurance gene yeah, is still there. there. So uh, at age seventy-seven, I decided, well, why don't I play for seven point seven hours? Well, that was fun. So at age eighty, I said, let's do it for eight. Well, here I am at eighty-two, eight point two today. Wow. So that's that's where it all started. Of course, the person we have to uh, to blame for all this, I'm sure you, while you may not have met him, you know of him, is yep. Dave McGilvery. Yes, uh, B- Boston, uh, the BAA Boston yes, Marathon yes, guy. Yes, and of course many other things. Uh, I I first saw him when I was watching the Red Sox game in 1978, and this young college kid came running into the park having completed his Cross America run. Wow. So I said, oh, I says, I, I, I got to meet this kid. No, and, no, no, uh, we know what you said. I got a party with this kid. Well, whatever, <laughs> yeah. And we have been uh, good friends for more than 40 years ever since. So he was sort of the inspiration for all these long runs and yeah. everything, you know. So I, I'm i not sure if I thank him or not. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but I'm... Uh, Waiting a whole bunch of people to come in and play with me today. Yeah, is Corey going to make it in? No. Would you believe that he is in Saudi Arabia? Wow. He went to Saudi Arabia instead of playing with me. He's not taking any blood money from Khashoggi, is he? I don't know what he's doing. I hope he doesn't come back with a harem. Yeah, really? (laughs) A distinct possibility. Yes, yes. No, he was scheduled. He was scheduled, but... uh, uh, okay, that explains why um, our communications broke down, and yeah. then I got busy with our Super Bowl stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which we have Super Bowl two games tonight, two games tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, so I've been going crazy, but uh, I can imagine. We'll try to carry on without him. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I will uh, see him, I guess, when he gets back, yeah. and, and hear hear all the tales. But I guess he had an opportunity to play over there with some uh, well known, I would say. European or continental uh, musicians. Okay. All right. it's, it's a pretty big deal, I guess. So. Yeah, well, he, he's only a three-time world champion yeah, in accordion, yeah, yeah, so yeah. amongst many other things, that yes. he's accomplished. You know, Guinness record. Yeah, 
And one actually, those, a nice guy. A very nice guy. Funny guy, great sense of humor. He's one yeah. of those rare human beings who looks good wearing sunglasses indoors. That's very true. You That's wouldn't true. know a thing about that now, no, would no, you, not, Dave? Not, not me, no. <laughs> no. Uh, so what time are you going to start playing? Uh, very shortly. I'm, I'm waiting uh, two musicians as we speak. That's, you know, so okay. I'm starting a quarter of ten okay. to get the point two, twelve, twelve, twelve minutes. Twelve minutes done, and then uh, every... Every hour at ten past the hour for fifty minutes to the top of the next okay. hour. So the Guinness allows you a is it? Well, this isn't a Guinness record. Guinness doesn't accept age group. Records, okay, so it's know. a double ACS double record. ACS. So you allowed five minutes or ten minutes every hour to use the bathroom. Every hour, you know. Okay, and at our age, it gets tough to yes. to go fifty minutes without. That's you. What, what, what do you mean our age? <laughs> yeah, good point. You're, you're just a youngster. For yeah. Well, my knees feel. Yeah, as old I understand. Years. Uh, excuse me for one second. I just have to, uh, things we were, ta- we were talking about Christmas is for kids. And as you know, their phone number is 508-222-2211. Oh, lucky you. You should help out because it's Christmas oh, okay. and they're kids. I thought you were saying that you get all the calls. No, no phone yeah. lines open at 5, but to help people yeah. remember the number, yes, 222-2221. I reminded people that Doug Flutie wears number 22 and Joe Cap wore number 11 for the Patriots. There you go. Uh, Agent Six uh, wanted to make it more relevant. Roger Clemens wore number 22. That's true. Drew Bledsoe wore number 11. And then Agent Six follows it up. I can just hear Dave Kane muttering, stop screwing with the phone number. <laughs> All right, it's 508-222-2221. Phone lines are open at 5 p.m. tonight until at least 8 p.m. If you can help out, please do. Please do. All right. I want to thank you for having me here, and I'm going to run back in the other room. And okay. Get, get ready to go. You're not so, kidding but, anyone. You're going to run to the bathroom, then you're going to run well, to the other probably, room. probably, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's just between you yeah. and me. Uh, next time your wife uh, kicks you in the shins and breaks your leg, I hope she doesn't bruise her toe. Yes, yes. yes that would be the important right. thing. Right. Dave, great to see you, really. Okay. Thanks, Paul. All right. Yeah. 774-287-6194 is Lert Number. We're going to go to a break. And uh, uh, during uh, that break, uh, I'm going to play the movie trailer from uh, Tropic Thunder, because God, I love that movie, and I think it's the greatest skewering of um, of all things Hollywood ever, ever produced. Uh, don't go away. Whoops. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ow. Are you enjoying the sight gag radio here? Yeah. Uh, Glenn Campbell. Ah, Glenn Campbell, Oh Holy Night. I think that's the first Christmas uh, theme song we played this year. Uh, Christmas is for kids, 508-222-2211. Phone lines open at 5 o'clock tonight. Please help out if you can. Um, If you were considering donating to the Paul Healy Fund, I appreciate that. But you know what? You know what? Why don't you contribute to Christmas is for kids this year instead? As discussed... Uh, with the one, the only, the honorary mayor of Norton, Massachusetts, Peter J. Wiggins, National Christmas Tree Topples in Gusty, D.C. Winds. Uh, this story written by Sam Fossum for CNN. No, I'm not going to give you feedback. I'm just going to read the article. The National Christmas Tree was no match for Washington's gusty weather Tuesday afternoon, toppling over at one point because of high winds. 
Um, the Christmas tree in your living room uh, when you were kids, youths growing up, as it were. Uh, I was responsible for knocking the entire tree over once. Amazingly, my sister Mary, who was far more coordinated than me, far more coordinated, and unlike me, Mary never had the nickname Captain Destructo. It was Mary who not once but twice, twice during our youthdom, knocked over the entire Christmas tree. And you know what that led to? For Christ's sakes! <clears throat> Escaping the lips of my father. Of course, it was okay to say that. For Christ's sakes! It's Christmas season. Yeah. CNN spotted the tree on its side at around 4.40 p.m. Tuesday afternoon with at least one worker climbing atop the structure. It was later righted. Look at the size of that crane. Look at the size of that crane. Up here on monitor number three. No, no, this side. Yeah, that is huge. It was later righted and the National Christmas Tree Lighting Ceremony remains scheduled to take place today. Or tonight, I assume. CNN has reached out to the National Park Service for comment. The D.C. area saw wind gusts of more than 30 miles an hour on Tuesday, with the highest reported above 40 at Reagan, <clears throat> yes, uh, the Reagan Strike Busting National Airport. Uh, the tree, a 40-foot Norway spruce, hola! The tree, a 40-foot Norway spruce, was installed on the ellipse earlier this month, according to a previous news release. The previous tree, planted October 30th, 2021, was removed on November 11th after developing needle cast, a whoops, fungal disease that causes needles to turn brown and fall off, the National Park Service says. Theories are that the fungal disease was created in a lab in Wuhan, China. The holidays are in full swing in the nation's capital, with First Lady Jill Biden unveiling the White House holiday decorations this week. The decor features 98 Christmas trees, 72 wreaths, two, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> pardon me, 2.8 miles of ribbon, uh, and more to fit this year's theme, magic, wonder, and joy of the holiday system, unless, uh, system, excuse me, take two, uh, magic, wonder, and joy of the holiday system, system, I said it again, season of the holiday season, <coughs> unless you're living in Gaza uh, or, uh, well, these sections of Israel that border Gaza at the present time. Rats. Uh, so there it is. We shall persevere. We shall overcome. Uh, coming up to a 9.52, almost 9.53. I got to find someone to do the weather for us at our uh, 10 a.m. break. <sighs> oh, by the way, uh, on this day in 1782, the United States and Britain preliminary uh, signed preliminary peace articles in Paris for the ending of the Revolutionary War. The British had surrendered at Yorktown years before to basically bring the fighting to an end, but it wasn't until this day in excuse me, 1782 that they started signing treaties. Uh, the Treaty of Paris was officially signed almost another full year later in September of 1783. <clears throat> That's why Henry Kissinger... Uh, was employed for so long and why his voice mattered uh, almost until his dying breath at 100 years old because uh, these, uh, these negotiations can be quite delicate. Um, 
1803, Spain completed the process of ceding Louisiana to France, which had sold it to the United States. That's a neat trick, huh? Selling the United States a huge swath of land before they really owned it. Uh, Yeah, they had to finish their uh, purchase uh, of the property from Spain first. Yeah. (laughs) France had a few debts. Wow. I think Coach Dave and the accordion players are next door in in our our meeting room here. They're not in the TV studio side. They're in the radio studio side of the building. Huh. And we told you on this day in 1874, British statesman Sir Winston Churchill was born in Blenheim Palace in Woodstock, England. We shall fight them in the ground, in the air, at the sea. Yeah. Um, Oh, back in the good old days when we could actually do something about murderous killing machines. On this day in 1993, President Bill Clinton signed the Brady Bill which required a five-day waiting period for handgun purchases and background checks of prospective buyers. Wow. Yeah, and again, uh, when I become benevolent czar, uh, you want to buy a gun? Sorry. No friends, no freedom regarding gun ownership. Uh, All of these mass murderers, they're all loners. 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 The problem's mental illness, not guns. We're the only country in the world with mental illness? I don't think so. We're the only country in the world. Heck, we lead the world in the uh, manufacture of guns, the sale of guns. Why are we surprised we lead the world in the use of guns? Oh, well, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, when I am benevolent czar, if you want to purchase a gun, criminal background check, mental health background check, and you must present seven, seven signed affidavits from people who are willing to admit in public and in writing that they are your friend. No friends, no freedoms when it comes to firearms when I'm in charge. And speaking of disputed elections, on this day in 2000, Al Gore's lawyers battled for his political survival in the Florida and U.S. Supreme Courts. Meanwhile, GOP lawmakers in Tallahassee moved to award the presidency to George W. Bush in case the courts did not by appointing their own, their own slate of electors. And uh, Jeopardy last night. How'd we do in the final? Carol got it, I think. Yeah, Carol got the final Jeopardy last night. I can't remember what it was. On this day in 2004, Jeopardy fans saw Ken Jennings end his 74-game winning streak. Um, second place is like in the high 30s, right? Something like that. Yeah, Ken Jennings' 74-game winning streak came to an end as he lost to real estate agent Nancy Zerg. Hmm. Hmm. All right. 774-287-6194 is our lure number. Stop that. Why are you doing that? Uh, we'll get to the uh, end of uh, Glenn Campbell's Oh Holy Night at the end of this set. 508-222-1320 is the number to call in. 508-222-1320. I lost my thumb drive yesterday. Thumb drive I've been using for at least three years. Uh, all of my sports stuff. 
is on that. Uh, a lot of my show prep notes are on that. Oh, Stonehenge. That was the answer to the final Jeopardy last night. Carol just texted in. She got it right. I didn't, and neither did any of the three competitors. But, uh, yeah, I can't find my thumb drive, which isn't much of a problem for you, but it's a big, big problem for me. All kinds of, uh, well, every single, all the stuff about all the sports we've covered here at WARA and ACS in the past three years was on that, all my research and plagiarism, uh, research for the football games we got coming up tonight. Took that thumb drive uh, out of my computer. Had to put in a different thumb drive uh, for, never mind, uh, for brevity, move on. And um, I can't find it anywhere. Look through the trash barrel up in the man cave, editing suite, Carol's office. Thought I might have fallen in my uh, sports bag I have. Ripped that apart once last night, once again this morning. Couldn't find that. Uh, Carol... Can't throw away the uh, any trash from the k- kitchen trash barrel. I've got to try to find that. But I took it out of the computer, put it on top of my sports bag, and then a couple hours later, when I went up to organize everything to bring it into the studio today, uh, it was gone, gone. A lot of recordings of past shows are on there. But uh, it is a hardship. It is a terrible hardship. I shall try to persevere. I shall try to overcome. Uh, we're coming up to the top of the hour. We'll be right back. We're coming up to the top of the hour. We'll be right back. I can't believe Glenn Campbell missed his cue. You're listening to Pontificating with Paul and the Proletariat. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till noon on 1320 WARA. All over the world at WARARadio.com. If you like the show, tell someone about it. We could use the help. If you don't like the show, please have the decency to keep your big mouth shut. Yeah. All right, welcome back. Our second Christmas song of the year on this show. Ah, I'm sure you were singing along with Bob Rivers. Um, He was on uh, Worcester Radio for many years. Whoops, stop it. Uh, With uh, Zip Zipfeld, uh, who I worked with at WCRN. Can you lean forward and get that? Sorry about that. Yes. Uh, And they still have a show on uh, 100.1 The Pike. Uh, I think on Saturday afternoons, Bob Rivers and Zip Zipfeld i got to try to get Bob on if he doesn't sue me for playing all his music without permission. Bursting into the studio, uh, unannounced and uninvited, but I'm glad he's here because somebody's going to do the weather. Good morning, Austin Ricketts. Hey, how's it going, Paul? Swell, darn it. How about you? Pretty good. How are things over at the um, uh, Literacy Center where people learn how to read good? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Things are just kind of rolling along. Yeah. Um, yeah. You had your so, big fundraiser recently, and now we get through the holiday season. Exactly, and then we start all over again. So Okay. <laughs> Another year, yeah. yeah. All right, what's going on weather-wise? So uh, today it's going to be mostly sunny, but not as cold as yesterday. Highs in the mid-40s. Uh, South-southwest south, south wind, 5 to 12 miles per hour. I still don't know why that's included in these. Uh, tonight it's going to be mostly clear, low in the upper 30s. Um, and tomorrow's going to be early sun. And then clouds later on in the day with a high in the low 50s. Some light rain at night. Does he mention any light rain at night? Okay, Uh, when at night? Uh, No specific time. (sighs) Rats. Yeah. Well, that's what the press, excuse me, press box is for. We have two more Super Bowl games tomorrow night, so it will be in a said press box. So that won't be a problem for us. Oh, that's why you're in today, right? Yeah, got to record a couple of uh, spots, redo a couple of spots. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, thought we were having a guest at 11 o'clock, but Corey's in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes all around the world. So. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't mind him going all around the world. I just hope he's not getting paid by Kosoji. Kosogi. Um, no, Kosogi <laughs> well, was the guy he murdered. Do that, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Bim, whatever, the uh, crown prince there. Yeah, yeah. You're the news guy. I uh, Bim Sabasalim. There it is. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I do out of row news. That's yeah. That's my special specialty. <laughs> wow. How's everything been around here? Good. Uh, just, you know, rolling along. Dominic almost passed out when he saw me this morning. Why is oh because he, he came in? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was five weeks. Has it been five weeks? It's kind of like in the Blues Brothers. Yeah. When uh, Jake and Owood show up at the fancy schmancy restaurant to recruit. Uh, Mr. Fabulous to return to the Bruce Blues Brothers, mm-hmm. and his first line is five years. I thought they gave you five years. <laughs> he got out in three for good for good behavior. Yeah, but wow, Austin, thank you so All much right. for coming in and interrupting your busy day. I will see you later. And if you could ask James Friedman, because darn that short time short term memory loss, what was that song he requested? Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe write it down on the back of the weather and bring it back in or something. Okay. All yeah. right. Thanks, Austin. Seven seven four two eight. No, we're in studio. 508-222-1320. Christmas is for kids. Phone lines open up tonight at 5 o'clock. 508-222-2211. Please help out if you can, because it's Christmas and they're kids. Here we go. Alternative fuels are the future, uh, whether it's electric vehicles, whether it's wind power, solar power. Uh, it is the future, not the past. Sure, we still have to rely on nuclear power for a few decades anyway. Uh, oil and gas and other fossil fuels are going to be part of the trans, uh, trans, transition or transformation to uh, renewable energies and fossil fuels that don't kill Mother Earth. Um, High-fat flight is first jetliner to make fossil fuel-free transatlantic crossing from London to Nuevo York. Wow. Uh, this story by Brian Mealy, Melly of the Associated Press. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. I might not have to tell you this story. We might have a trained professional. Hold on. Plane powered by sustainable fuel takes flight. Here's the Virgin Atlantic plane. You know what? Stop that. Uh, The first commercial airliner to cross the Atlantic on a purely high-fat, low-emissions fuel flew Tuesday from London to Nuevo York in a step towards achieving what supporters called Jet Zero. This is great news for limousine liberals. Once they get into this uh, expensive private planes where they jet set all over the world, Yes, they can complain about global warming while not contributing to it nearly as much if they fly planes uh, fueled by, well, high-fat content instead of fossil fuels. Uh, The Virgin Atlantic Boeing 787 flight was powered without using fossil fuels. Hold on here. Relying on so-called, yeah, so-called sustainable aviation fuel made up largely of tallow and other waste fats. Pardon me? Yes, I'm sure lard uh, was one of the ingredients uh, in there. Yes, lard. What the world used before Crisco was invented. The world will always assume something cannot be done until you do it, 
said Virgin founder Richard Branson, who was aboard the flight with others, including corporate and government officials, engineers, and journalists. The UK Transport Department, which provided one million pounds, that's $1.27 million, uh, to plan and operate the flight, called the test a huge step towards jet zero to make air travel more environmentally friendly through large, uh, though large hurdles remain, in making the fuel widely available. And we got three remote correspondents here. Sorry, folks, I missed some. Uh, whoops, now I dropped my phone. Ah, oh, rats, now I just turned off my phone by accident. Hopefully it'll turn back on in a minute or two. 774-287-6194. Brian was texting in with something helpful about trying to find my lost thumb drive. I don't know where it could have gone. Check the pockets and in the pants and shirts I was wearing. I was thinking on the way down, Carol, uh, if you have a few minutes, could you traipse downstairs and maybe look inside the washing machine and or the dryer? For my thumb drive, I did do a load of laundry yesterday. Uh, let's get rid of that. Ooh. Ooh. Once my phone starts working, uh, that's going to be a good text from Agent 666, Brian. Any text that has Don Marcotte in it is good for me. Um, okay, this phone just is not cooperating. Uh, where are we here? Okay, um, 508-222-1320 is the number. 508-222-1320 is alert number. Got to write this down. Um, oh, Ryan Dolan. Oh, come on. I'm going to have to put... <clears throat> Oh, I Ain't Getting Nothing for Christmas is the name of the song. Uh, that's uh, Austin's, excuse me, James Friedman's request. Uh, we don't want that. We don't want that. Maybe we'll put that one on there. Click on that there. Uh, well, I try to get my phone in order. Uh, let's turn back to our Bob Rivers to entertain us uh, for a moment or two. Wow. Uh, how long until the chimney starts to smell? <sighs> Da, 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 da. Ryan Dolinger uh, texted earlier when Coach Dave was in the studio and I forgot to read it. Looking, uh, He's our color commentator for our football broadcasts and possibly our boys basketball this winter. Going to talk to Ryan about that tonight. Looking forward to calling the games the next two evenings with you, Paul. I can assure all our listeners that these games will not be utter drivel like certain 9 to noon radio shows. Thank you, Mark Ambrose. Like certain 9 to 12 radio shows can tend to be sometimes. Hey, when this show is good, it's very, very good. When it's bad, it's utter drivel. But at least it's never average. Yeah. Going to be a lot of fun, my friend. I'll try and call in later this morning so we can talk about it a little. Oh, any good time to call? Whoops. Um, and I got to try to respond to that at some point. Is there any good time to call? Yeah. 508-222-1320. That's an interesting so Come on, phone. Brian's got some good texts, and now my phone won't work. Can anyone else hear the accordion music in the background? I think you kind of can there. Um, okay. 
Oh, you just do not want to work. You are killing me. Okay, there's the, uh, there's the smell. The smell finally started to come through. Um, thumb drives were great. I have everything I need on my iPhone and my cloud drive. <clears throat> Too bad you're not smart enough to use the latest technology, dope. Oh, I, I know how to use the cloud. I just don't trust it. I just don't trust it. Maybe I should, though. Because, again, it's so easy to lose thumb drives. They're not very big. Tough to lose the cloud. Everything you know or own can be stolen from you on the cloud, I think. But, yeah. Check vacuum bag or dustpan. Wastebasket. Look under couch cushions. Yeah, I looked uh, under the spread on the, on the uh, bed up there in the man cave. Editing suite. Find Carol's office. Look through my sports bag twice. My briefcase. Look through the trash can once, but maybe I've got to give that another thorough going over. Can't believe I lost it. Anyway, 508-222-1320 is Lert Number. 508-222-1320 is the number. Uh, we got that story. We got the low-fat. Oh, speaking of Rus- uh, Ruski officials dropping like flies. Uh, uh, dipping our toe into the real world a little bit. This from the Newsweek website uh, by uh, Caitlin Lewis. Five, five top-ranking Ruski officials killed during meeting. Man, drones. Drone. By the way, Chat GPT I think, is one year old today, just one year old today, that artificial intelligence computer program uh, that can write anything any human can write, only better. Uh, is a year old. That's a year old. Um, this Russian-Ukraine war, um, lately there have been more drone attacks uh, than there have been bombing attacks or strafing attacks from airplanes. So that's another change in warfare over the course of human history. An attack on Russian officials in the occupied Kershaw region killed five high-ranking Moscow-backed officers on Tuesday, according to the National Resistance Center of Ukraine. The attack was reportedly carried out with the help of Ukrainian partisans living in Yuvalain, a village in southeastern Ukraine that is under Ruski control. The National Resistance Center posted on its Telegram channel that the strike was carried out on a building where Russian personnel were holding a meeting. Another reason to hate meetings. Wow. Thanks to the information provided by the underground and the resistance, the underground and concerned local residents, an attack was made on the building where the meeting of the occupiers was held in the temporarily occupied village of Yuvalani in the Kershaw region, read the post by the center, which was established by Ukraine Special Ops Forces in March 2022 to unite Ukrainians living in occupied Russia. As a result of successful actions, five high-ranking officials are known to have died. Well, well, sadly, recently, uh, five journalists were taken out in Mexico. I'm sure uh, Putin has taken out at least five journalists, you know, people trying to report the truth. Uh, That's never good news for Vladimir Putin or the Republican Party in this country. Um, But, uh, yeah. Russian language uh, telegram channel Astra, which is utilized by Ruski journalists who haven't been killed yet, who have been censored by the Kremlin, also reported an attack on a two-story building in Yuvalani on Tuesday 
adding that four Russian police officers were killed. Sources who spoke with the channel said that the building is home to the Nova Kokhovka Department of Internal Affairs of the Rushi, uh, Ruski Federation and that the structure was destroyed in the shelling. Wow. So um, we can't let this whole Ukrainian thing uh, fall into the background and be forgotten by all of us uh, while all of the um, horror is going on in Israel and Hamas right now. Uh, 774-287-6194. Uh, we'll be right back after this on 1320 WAR. All right, welcome back to Pontificating with Paul and the Proletariat. We'll be here until 12 noon. Then it's Amy Goodman with Democracy Now! Uh, 2 to 3 o'clock today. Uh, everything you wanted to know about Norton, Massachusetts, but we're afraid to ask with our own Peter J. Wiggins. Um, and a truncated, abbreviated, uh, besides the B-sides, from about 5 o'clock to about 5.25 um, p.m. today. And then at 5.30 tonight, uh, live on WARA and WARARadio.com, um, uh, the uh, Division Two High School Super Bowl championship game, the King Philip Warriors against the Marshfield Rams, Followed at 8 o'clock by the Division Three uh, championship games between uh, Walpole, which started its season one win and three losses. Hasn't lost since. Uh, they'll be taking on 8-4 and four Milton for the Division Three crown. 24 hours after the broadcast, uh, we'll link up our um, video footage with the audio footage, and it'll be on the AACS uh, YouTube page uh, where our previous Super Bowls uh, have been uh, received thousands, thousands of hits, been viewed thousands of, of times on the AACS YouTube channel. Good point, Brian. Uh, play Another One Bites the Dust for your thumb drive and flip phone. Yeah, I had to give up on my last 3G flip phone because they made you transfer to the 4G, but I had another flip phone before that one, which had all kinds of pictures on it. Um, but I didn't know how to transfer them back then, so I lost all those pictures. Rats. Uh, by the way, speaking of songs to play, Roger Glover. He was the bass player with Deep Purple, wasn't he, Brian? What's a Deep Purple? <coughs> Excuse me. A Deep Purple song to play in honor of uh, Roger Glover's birthday. Uh, ATN writes, I had an external drive to back up my computer, but it crapped the bed. Oh, God, please. Uh, I had a uh, huge external hard drive with, I mean, thousands of, well, hundreds of hours of stuff from the old Frank Foley show, everything we had ever done, um, all kinds of stuff. Uh, that was years ago. Uh, that pooped the bed. That was a big, big loss. So this is my... Uh, heck, losing this thumb drive pales in comparison to that. But, yeah, I've had two events now where I lost all kinds of stuff forever that I thought would be saved forever. Once because my uh, hard drive fried, and this time because I lost a thumb drive. Uh, I think the cloud has redundancy built in, so if something breaks down, they have more than one backup. I suppose it depends what cloud service you are using. Yeah, well, I might have to consider it because, you know, fool me once... <clears throat> Shame on 
You fool me twice, shame on me. And for me, we're going on fool me three, four, five, six dozen times. Yeah. Um, I looked in the cellar and in the man cave. No luck. Where did you last see it? I last saw it. You know, uh, the desk, when you're sitting at the desk, to the right is where our broadcast equipment is. On the floor next to that, I had my sports bag, which is with me now. The last place I saw it is when I took it out of my computer and put it on top of the sports bag, the sports briefcase, so I couldn't possibly lose it. And still, somehow, I lost it. Rats. Whoops. And regarding a Deep Purple song, yes, play Strange Kind of Woman. Oh, Strange Kind of Woman, that makes sense for a strange kind of show. Uh, Click on this, click on this. Um, Oh, here's a little bit of the song that uh, James Friedman wanted to hear, Nothing for Christmas. So if this song is good, I get all the credit. It's my show. If this song stinks out loud, uh, blame James James Friedman. Wow, nothing for Christmas. Uh, Wow. Wow, the old days when mom and dad would get mad when a kid did something wrong and even punish them. No presents for you. As opposed to today, what would they say? Oh, he's only expressing himself by putting ants in the sugar roll and gum in his sister's hair and breaking all the rules. He's just expressing himself. We have to support him. We have to support the child and give him even more presents this year so his fragile self-esteem won't be destroyed. Yeah, right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Uh, Gentlemen... Is there anything, anything worse than having, having to go to couples counseling, couples counseling with your wife? I can only think of one thing worse than having to go to couples, couples counseling with your wife. Having to go to couples, couples counseling with your talking stomach. All right, welcome back to Pontificating with Paul and the Proletariat. Is this it? Is this it? I think this is it. Uh, in honor of the uh, bass player for Deep Purple, the last member of the band to get a date, Roger Glover, born on this day in 1945. Uh, here's Brian's request for a Deep Purple song, because he's forgot more about that band than I'll ever know. Strange Kind of Woman, from A Strange Kind of Show. Ah, I rather enjoyed that. We'll get back to Strange Kind of Woman by Deep Purple at the end of this set. 508-222-1320 is the number 508-222-1320 is Lert Number. Thank you, Carol, for uh, looking for my thumb drive. Rats. Rats. Um, Man, all kinds of stuff I lost there that I didn't want to lose. Well, where are we going next? Oh, story we started yesterday but didn't finish. Again, I don't know why they call this ADD radio. Researchers find which bottles, which bottles, W-I-T-C-H, are washed up on Texas beaches. This is from UPI. A Texas researcher said, which bottles of unknown origin have been washing up on beaches along the state's coastal bend? <clears throat> I mentioned yesterday um, that... This must be on the east, uh, te- uh, the Gulf Coast of Texas, the East Coast. Uh, after the show ended, Dave Angel wrote back, <clears throat> did you think there was a West Coast of Texas? 
Oops. Oops. Good point. Uh, Jace Tunnel, Director of Community Engagement at uh, Heart Research Institute, H-A-R-T-E, for Gulf of Mexico Studies, has found hundreds of unique and unusual items while combing Texas beaches, and this month brought the latest discovery of a witch bottle. What are witch bottles, Paul? Funny you should ask. Witch bottles date back to the 16th and 17th centuries, that's the 15 and 1600s, when people who believed themselves to be targeted by curses or spells would fill a bottle with objects including iron nails, fingernail clippings, and human hair in an attempt to rid themselves of dark magic. We found about eight of them over the past six or so years, and they have sticks and leaves in them, different types of vegetation. Tunnel told KRIS-TV, some of them have gooseneck uh, barnacles growing on them, so we know they've been out in the Gulf of Mexico for a while. Apparently, they're supposed to have spells inside them. Ooh. That's, uh, you know, when you recover a witch bottle like that, and there might be a spell inside, uh, that's a time... That's a time when you call the intern into your office and you have the intern open up the witch bottle just in case, just in case. Sure, we can afford to lose a few interns. You can figure out how to start making your own coffee again. Cream one sugar. But we can't lose the big deal scientists. Wow. Tunnel says he has no interest in opening the bottles. Wow. Because he doesn't want to release the spells. And his wife you know, the one who's really in charge, his wife will not even allow them inside the house. Wow. Uh, we did a thing a while on our famous curses. Uh, and remember uh, just about everyone involved in uh, uncovering King, King Tut's tomb? No, not the Three Stooges. That was entertainment. But just about everyone involved in uh, opening up King Tut's tomb uh, met a very, very bad and sad end. In a relatively short period of time, Tunnel said he has no interest in opening the bottles and his wife will not even allow them inside the house. The theory is that if you open it, you could let the spell out. Whatever reason the person had put the spell in there, Tunnel said. The bottles could have come from anywhere, anywhere in the world. The witch bottles don't have any date on them. They don't have any kind of writing, so we don't know exactly where they came from, Tunnel said. Get rid of that. Um, uh, the witch bottles make up only a small fraction of the weird and sometimes creepy objects Tunnel and his team have found on Texas beaches, primarily Texans. <clears throat> Their other discoveries include internet-famous barnacle-encrusted dolls, a fiberglass mermaid statue, a prosthetic leg, and an intact safe. An intact safe. Pardon me? Yes, yes, exactly. And uh, Luca, Brazi, Luca Brazi's uh, vest, bulletproof vest, uh, with a uh, fish inside it, because Luca Brazi slept with the fishes. It must have floated from the waters off of Staten Island all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm really not sure. Where are we?
Yeah, Deep Purple, strange kind of woman. Where are we here? 508-222-1320 is the number. Uh, tonight, 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock, phone lines are open for Christmas is for Kids. Give a call, help out if you can, 508-222-2211. That's 508-222-2211. Where did that go? I thought I had something highlighted here. Ah, Dyer Lake plans holiday event. Dyer Lake Funeral Home in North Attleboro, a.k.a. Fake Attleboro, is holding its 26th annual holiday open house and memorial tree lighting from 5 to 7 p.m. Thursday, December 7th. That's a week from tonight. You know, when our own Tom Fuller, Agent 86 show, besides the B-sides, will be back on its normal time, Thursday nights, 5 to 8 p.m. Yes, um, an open house, memorial tree lighting from 5 to 7 p.m. Thursday, December 7th, with a Special remembrance service taking place at 6. The funeral home will be decorated with many illuminated trees, each adorned with meaningful ornaments brought over the years uh, by members of the community. There will also be a pet memorial tree so that attendees can honor and remember their beloved companions. When do we start having... Um, uh, Carol and I contributed to a coat drive, um, to, to ironically or coincidentally, uh, run by a funeral home uh, in Quincy, uh, up where we live. I wonder when they're going to start uh, start having clothing drives for pets. Why, back in my day, pets didn't wear clothes because they were pets. Now, now, everybody has clothes for their pets. And what about those people who have pets but the two Porto Ford clothes for their pets? Where are those coat drives? Just asking. Attendees are welcome to add their own ornaments or use one provided free of cost by Dyer Lake. Seasonal refreshments will be provided. Uh, if you want to go, RSVP, the Dyer Lake Funeral Home, at 508-695-0200. Uh, that's 508-695-0200, or just Google Dyer Lake Funeral Home. I'm sure something will come up. All right, so that's a good local thing. Uh, 774-287-6194 is the number. 774-287-6194. Ha! Ha! Speaking of the cloud, some special holidays today on November 30th, the last day of November. Computer Security Day. Yeah, Computer Security Day. Someday, maybe in my honor, they'll have a thumb drive security day. Rats. Bummer. National Mason Jar Day. Uh, National Methamphetamine Awareness Day. Yes, National Meth Awareness Day. Otherwise known as National Where the Hell Did My Teeth Go Day. Rats. I know I used to have teeth. Uh, National Personal Space Day. We'll celebrate that in honor of uh, Austin Ricketts, who is not a hugger. Uh, National Stay at Home Because You're Well Day. Huh. Yeah, don't stay home because you're sick. Stay home because you're well. And the holiday season's coming up. To hell with my responsibilities. To hell with my job. I'm going to stay home for the heck of it. And a day that I celebrate every day, Perpetual Youth Day. 
I'm 65 years old, and members of my family still call me the world's oldest adolescent. We'll be right back. Adolescent. Pontificating with Paul and the proletariat. Whoops. Rats. Take two. Pontificating with Paul and the proletariat. And I made it back in studio. Stop it. Just in time. Just in time. Yeah. Um, ah, yes, regarding when the Three Stooges uh, discover, discover uh, King Tut, who was a king rootin' tootin'. Yes, Brian correctly texts in. Professor Tuttle says, that's Hotsy Totsy, wife of King Tut. Sports pages with World Series results inside Curly in the mummy getup. Yes. Oh, God, we were happy then. The other day we played three the, uh, clips from Three Stooges Pie Fights. <clears throat> you talk about Psych Gag Radio. Outstanding. 774-287-6194 is Lert Number. Uh, speaking of the Bruins, even though we weren't, um, do you realize they've lost three games in a row? They were 14 wins, one loss, and uh, three overtime losses or something. 14-1-3. Um, now they've lost three, three straight games, I tell you. One to uh, the last place Columbus Blue Jackets. What name? What heaven's name's going on with the Bruins? Man. Oh, well. Uh, d- uh, dear Amy. Hold on. Yeah, this under the heading of uh, uh, happened uh, every single day in school when we were Utes. <clears throat> but there was no interweb. So when school ended, so did bullying. But uh, wow. Wow. Um, you can't just fold. You can't just fold. In the face of bullying. Man. Um, uh, 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 Dear Amy, my daughter in third grade made friends with a second grader, Lucy, who lives across the street. They go to the same school. The two girls were getting along great when all of the sudden, Lucy started making friends with all of my daughter's classmates and then telling her that the other kids don't want to be her friend. My daughter also heard Lucy tell another girl that my daughter is ugly. Speaking of Winston Churchill, she came home sobbing. I know this happens all the time, but it's wrong. This little girl has spent a lot of time at our house. Her mom is a school counselor. Wow. So her mother, the, the, the mother of the bully, the second grade bully, who's a year younger than Lucy... Uh, the mother of the bully is a school counselor who must have to deal all the time with kids at school who get bullied. And now here we have her own daughter, her own daughter, uh, playing the part of Eddie Haskell, the bully. Although Eddie Haskell was more of a conniver than a bully, but you get the point. <clears throat> Should I talk to the mom? My daughter does not want to go to school anymore. She's only in third grade. Earache! Earache my eye. Get out of bed and go to school. I'm afraid this woman might be one of those mothers who thinks her child does nothing wrong since she counsels kids as a profession. Outraged in Omaha. Well, first of all, I'm afraid this woman might be one of those mothers who thinks her child does nothing wrong. Uh, Doesn't that describe every single mother of a young kid out there today? Wow. Wow. But oh well. Ah, yes, the old days when you could say no to a child and actually try to hold them accountable when they did something wrong. 
darn the luck. Why is this doing this? Oh, sorry. Click on that. Click on that. Click on that. There we go. Whoops, one more click. Thank you. Uh, dear Outraged in Omaha, friendship is the primary currency in primary school, and the dynamic you describe is one way that children believe they attain status. Yes, there's two ways to attain uh, status. Uh, one is to step on someone's neck and keep them down. You're standing a little taller. You feel better about yourself. That's a good short-term solution. Uh, the other way is to help somebody up. Help somebody up. Uh, trust me, that'll improve your status for a much, much longer time than stepping on someone's neck. But oh well. Little Lucy is on a dangerous path of her own, and this behavior should be corrected. Oh, Lucy is the second grader. Okay. We don't get the name of the daughter. So, yes, you should speak with this other mother about the dynamic between the two. You don't seem to know her well, but because she is a school counselor, she might have insight or fresh ideas for how to handle this drama. If she minimizes this, or perhaps even contributes to it, then you'll know to avoid both mother and daughter. Well, that's easy for you to say, Amy, but she lives across the street from him. And the daughter of the letter writer and Lucy, the mean second grader, go to the same school. <laughs> Your daughter's classroom teacher should be made aware. Of the current stress she is experiencing, the teacher might be able to ease some of her concerns about school by engaging with her more in the classroom. You should also talk to your daughter, not only to comfort her when she's upset, but to talk to her about strategies for dealing with her feelings, her feelings, when people are mean, unfair, or unjust. Because uh, people are going to be mean and unfair and unjust for your entire life. Shielding your child from that is not the answer. Trying to help your child deal with that, accept that, and move on is the answer. She should learn to feel comfortable standing up for herself with little Lucy and others. Uh, in an unrelated topic, if uh, Lucy offers to hold the football uh, while your daughter kicks it, don't let your daughter fall for that. Do not let your daughter fall for that. It won't work out well. Your daughter will end up embarrassed, flatten her back. Have we learned nothing from the Peanuts cartoons? Also, get her involved in an after-school activity such as scouting, music, drama, or sports. She would benefit from reading the Weird series by Erin Frankel and Paula Heafy, featuring a third-grade girl who was being bullied by a classmate who brands her as weird or weird. Or a weirdo. <clears throat> By the way, that's from Free Spirit Publishing, 2013. The hero, the hero of these stories recovers her confidence with the help of others. I hope your daughter will too. 774-287-6194 is the number to text in. You can call in at 508-222-1320. We're in studio. 508-222-1320. Or email the show at paul at WARARadio.com, paul at WARARadio.com. What's going on here? We're okay there. Go back to there. Ah. 
Oh, the Bruins have been bad since Milan Lucic was arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bad karma? Maybe, maybe. It was good karma when they signed that punk uh, Miller last year and then let him go right away. That was good karma. Uh, maybe it's bad karma. But again, and uh, Milan Lucic, uh, he accused his wife of uh, hiding his thumb drive. Uh, so, it, well, he at least pulled her hair and restrained her. Um, excuse me? Oh, I'm sorry, not hiding his, uh, his thumb drive, his, uh, smart, his uh, uh, cell phone, smartphone. Sorry, you can understand my confusion. Rats. <clears throat> Carol, even though I'm proclaimed, distressed, bummed out, depressed about losing my thumb drive, I pledge to you I will not. I will not take it out on you. 774-287-6194 is Lert Number. 774-287-6194 uh, is the number. Where are we here? And, uh, okay, hold on. Uh, whoops. <clears throat> Bob Rivers. From his great uh, Twisted Christmas boxed set uh, CDs. Uh, we're coming up towards uh, 11 a.m. That's a couple of minutes away. One hour to go. Uh, tonight, 5.30, well, 5 o'clock. Uh, besides the B-sides, Earworms with Agent 86 for about <clears throat> 20 minutes. Uh, and then we uh, switch over to high school football tonight. Live on WARA all over the world at WARARadio.com. King Philip Warriors. Looking for their first Division II title since 2017. Uh, they played in six of the last eight championship games in Division II. Think of that. Uh, they're going to be taking on the Marshfield Fighting Rams at 530-ish. And at 8 o'clock-ish in Division Three, the uh, Walpole Fighting Timberwolves, formerly the Rebels, uh, will be playing the Milton Fighting Wildcats. Oh, uh, I don't think the thumb drive's in Carol's pocketbook. I don't think that's where it is, Brian. Good guess, though. It could be. It's amazing how much stuff that uh, Carol, well, lots of women, uh, can fit in their pocketbook. It might be in there. Uh, maybe it's hidden behind the kitchen sink. I'm not sure. Uh, but that's a good point. That might be a good place, a good place to look. Uh, 508-222-1320. Uh, anything on your mind, uh, let it rip, let it go. Uh, a lot of my quick bits, a lot of my show prep for stuff to do, you know, like when there's two minutes to go to the top of the hour, or on that thumb drive, rats, uh, that I can't find. Can't believe it. Up in the room, took it out of the computer, put it on top of my sports briefcase, my sports bag, so I couldn't possibly lose it. Where the hell, where the hell did it go? Rats. I don't know. <sighs> All right, we got uh, one hour to go. Any thoughts on your mind? Let it rip. Oh, on this day in 1971. Click on that. Click on this. Sly and the Family Stone were at number one on the U.S. singles charts with Family Affair. Their fourth and final number one. Rolling Stone magazine later ranked the song at number 138 on their list of 500 greatest songs of all time. We'll be right back. Huh, that must have been what they used before, plop, plop, fizz, fizz.
I don't know. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Very, very, very considerate. Oh, Agent 86 texting in. Good morning, Carol and Paul. I'm not listening. Yeah, because his new meanie boss won't let him listen to the radio at work anymore. Yeah, I guess he believes that it cuts into their efficiency. You know what that means. Agent 86 is looking for a new job. Carol's not with us today. She's busy on the road with her job as a nurse saving lives. I'm here in studio today. Um... I did talk to Jim, Jim Jones, and I will be on today at 5 for about 25 minutes. And then uh, the full show, Saturday, he'll be on 5 to 8 p.m. If you don't mind, can you promote that today and tomorrow for me? I'd really appreciate it. And I'm going to text back uh, to Agent 86. Uh, Drop dead. Yes. Here we go. D-R-O. I assume, I assume uh, he'll get the sarcasm. I don't know. There it goes. Drop dead. Thank you. Uh, 774-287-6194 is our alert number. Another remote correspondence here. Agent 42. Yeah. Next time, attach the thumb drive to a 2x4. Yeah, like the keys at your local garage bathroom. Yeah. Right. Ah, Tom writes back, (laughs) to my uh, drop-dead remote correspondence. Yeah, and then we got another one here, right? I'm sure Carol enjoys messing with you. It's fun. Yeah, more so on the air. But I don't think that would include uh, her intentionally hiding, hiding uh, my thumb drive, my thumb drive especially when they have all kinds of uh, game prep on it for the four freaking games we're doing. I've got stuff cut out of the newspapers I can use. I can get by. But rats, rats, lost thumb drive. I hate when that happens. Uh, Sly and the Family Stone, a family affair, released on this day in 1971. It went to number one in the U.S. single charts. Not released on this day. Today's when it went to number one. I'm not going to play that one because, one, I can't find it in the computer here. And uh, two, this one's a little more high energy. Put that thing away. What did I hit? Oh, rats. What button did I hit? Well, that's the end of Dance to the Music. Darn the luck. 508-222-1320 is alert number. 508-222-1320. Usually I know what button I hit when I screw something up. Well, I know I hit this button then next. All right, let me go to this then. Uh, Ben Stiller is 58 years old today. I know, meet the parents, meet the fuckers, uh, all that. But again, uh, we played uh, something from Tropic Thunder earlier. Another one of uh, what I think is a tremendously, hysterically funny Ben Stiller movie, Flirting with Disaster. Uh, When did that come out? Uh, A long time ago. But uh, Flirting with Disaster starring Patricia Arquette, Ben Stiller, and Tia Leone. Uh, Flirting with Disaster follows Mel Copeland's cross-country quest. Uh, Oh, you get to see uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Um, Her boobies covered just by a skimpy black bra. Um, You get to see that uh, in the movie. Uh, But uh, but, uh, Mel uh, Copeland's cross-country quest with his wife and sexy adoption counselor, they're two different people, to find his biological parents as he careens from one outrageous situation to another, Mel finds himself tempted 
by the seductive counselor, even as his wife starts her own flirtation of her, uh, what's the name of that, Carol, that way wicked good looking guy. Anyway, uh, by the time they meet up with his free-spirited birth parents, Alan Alda and Lily Tomlin, the whole situation is spinning hysterically out of control. We'll get to that in just a minute, but let's go to the phone lines at 508-222-1320. Greetings. I am glad you are not in the White House. <laughs> What's this button for? <laughs> 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 hey, that's pretty red. Oh, oh What's this do? Oh, Ooh, that's the worst Christy McAuliffe joke of all time. What were Christian McAuliffe's last words? Hey, guys, what does this button do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the FCC is not going to be pleased with me for telling that joke. Wow. How you doing, Tom? I'm on on the road right now. I headed back to Brockton. But I remember the day the the Challenger blew up. I was working uh, at Bank of Boston in uh, Financial Square. Uh, anyway, uh, yep. it's, it, it might've happened or I, like midday or 11 o'clock in the morning or something like that. And, uh, just, you know, and, and that's all we heard for the next two months oh. was the, 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 space shuttle. And then it turned out the Morton Thiokol O-rings. Yes. Yes. And they were warned not that it was too cold to launch. The, uh, the O-rings might not uh, function properly, but that was only one NASA engineer. The rest of them overruled him. And, yeah, that was a, that was a truly horribly tragic day, though. Yeah, it was. She was a school teacher from yep. New Hampshire. And, yeah. And, and I do remember, in the, I, I believe I was in the first grade the second time I, I uh, was in the first grade. I got ah, back. Okay. Yeah, I was a... I, by the way, I had five, five first grade teachers, and I can all remember them by wow. their faces wow. and their, and their names. Yeah. And unlike uh, first and they, graders today, unlike first graders today, you had a healthy fear of your first grade teachers. <laughs> oh, ab- absolutely. Yes. Yeah. No, uh, Miss, Mrs. Naylor. Oh God, I hated her with a passion. <laughs> and, and, and I have my thank God for my mother. You know, back then they used to have the little uh, uh, black and white photos of us kids. Yeah. And it has uh, favorite things, uh, friend, and where it has, uh, do you like your teacher? And I write under there, uh-uh. Oh, wow. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And oh. the thing is, as a, as a young kid, I had the, the bowl haircut, yep. and I had ears that stuck out like Mickey Mouse. Thank God they, they, they went inward or, or Dumbo. Wow! It really, it really is a hilarious picture of of a, a kid with kind of like a crooked smile and a smirk on his face. Oh, <laughs> oh man! No, that and that's back in the days where where if um, you weren't ready academically to move on, you did not move on. Uh, Jackie McDonald, he was the only kid in first grade who was even shorter than me, and he screwed up everything for me. Uh, by he was held back. And because Jackie McDonald was held back, I was the shortest boy in my class from second grade through sophomore year. When's the last time you ever heard of a kid getting held back nowadays? You don't. It's just like T-ball. Everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> we, we, 
it, 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 it's just like my granddaughter uh, said when, when she went to high school up in Anchorage. She said, my teachers, she graduated in 2010. Yeah. She said, my teachers were more concerned about my self-esteem and my sexuality wow. rather than the, the three R's. She was 19 years old when she told me that. Well. Yeah. And, and, and here's the good news. Yeah. Six, six kids. She has a business degree. It took her seven years uh, to do it online because her mother works at the University of Alaska. Wow. But she did it online. She, she's got, she now has her master's degrees in business. So she's going places. And she has you know? six kids? Yes, and I think I called you uh, yeah. about a year and a half ago because the, they're all two years apart. Okay. And when, when she gave birth to number six, her name is Rowan. She has three boys, three girls, yeah. like the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Their ages were zero, two, four, six, eight, ten. It was like a drunk playing the Powerball. <laughs> wow. Wow. But six kids. Uh, well, now that she has her yeah. master's degree, maybe she can find a different hobby. Wow. Um, and I wonder, if, yeah. I wonder if the kids will have trouble with odd numbers when they start uh, doing compound fractions. Man. Are, are, you driving uh, around well, in, are you driving around in Brockton, West Virginia, Alabama, or the Philippines today? No, I'm in um, uh, Pennsylvania near the Interstate 81-84 uh, split. So I always have a one stop, stop I make on this trip, and that is in Montague, New Jersey, to Ooh. Village Pizza. Ah. As in Montague, Montague and that, uh, oh, what was the Rodney Dangerfield uh, easy money? Montague Capuletti. There it is. The regular, <laughs> the regular guy look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Rodney Dangerfield. Poor guy still doesn't get any respect. Man. Um, where are the cleanest toilets uh, on the New Jersey Turnpike? I don't take the New Jersey. I, I avoid Interstate 95 like the plague. I go Interstate 81. Uh, it's more of a trucking route, but I only went through New York City once, and that was enough. Yeah. Uh, their, their infrastructure in that city uh, is just decrepit. I, I'm surprised the Tappancy Bridge has not fallen in yet. <laughs> well, yeah, someday it may be in an episode of Engineering Disasters. Whoa. All right, Tom, you don't know where my thumb drive is, do you? No. Um, don't tell me you lost it. Lost my thumb drive. Uh, the last three years of all the sports coverage we've done, a lot of my uh, prep for the four Super Bowls we're covering over the next two days, uh, a lot of my show prep stuff for this show, uh, gone, gone, disappeared last night. I don't know where it is, and I'm, I'm, I've been depressed about it. I've been trying to maintain a, uh, a bold front here uh, for the benefit of the audience, but I can't freaking believe that I can't find my freaking thumb drive. Rats. Keep an uh, eye out you for know it. What? Do you have any pets? No. Okay. Well, I was going to say uh, it's possible the dog could have swallowed it. Okay. Uh, or... Or, or check check the cushions in the couch. That's all I got to tell you. All right. Thanks a lot, Tom. Drive safe. Absolutely. Take right. care, Paul. There he goes. All right. Uh, Tom from Brockton via West Virginia and Alabama, soon to be the Philippines.
508-222-1320. Whoops. Maybe you put it back in your computer. Did you look? I did look for that because I have done that before uh, in our broadcasting equipment. You know, there was that time where I'm trying to shut the lid and I'm pushing on the lid and it just won't seal. I just couldn't get it closed. So after swearing about 74 times, I opened the lid back up and, yep, there was the thumb drive sticking out the side of the computer. No wonder I couldn't shut the lid. Yeah. But uh, so, no, I know to check that. That is uh, the that's not the issue this time. But thank you, Agent Double Zero, for trying to help me with that. Um, uh, I'll forward that information to uh, to Tom Brian. Uh, Agent Forty Two writes in: Did somebody open a witch bottle on you today? It could be. Either that or I'm just not used to being in the uh, studio. Uh, but uh, maybe they opened the witch bottle last night and uh, cast a spell on me. Because it was last night where I lost the thumb drive. Rats. Because I was doing sports stuff for the Super Bowls. Um, and I, so, uh, you know, I, I, I did it the right way. Clicked on the thing in the lower right of the screen to uh, safely remove the hardware. Took the thumb drive out and put it right on top, right on top of my sports bag, so I couldn't possibly lose it. And it somehow disappeared. Disappeared. Rats. The horror. Um, where are we here? All right, let's uh, head into a break. Uh, let's head into the break this way. It was on this day. That's not today's paper. That's not today's paper. This is today's paper. It was on this day. In 19, I'm sorry, this day in 2004, where Ken Jennings' 74-game winning streak on Jeopardy came to an end, uh, losing to real estate agent Nancy Zerg, who I believe lost the very next night. Most of this firm's 70,000 employees, 70,000 white-collar employees work only about four months a year. Santa's elves? I like that uh, theme music better than the one they use today. A little more upbeat. Oh, wow. One of the competitors didn't even make it to final uh, Jeopardy. Hold on here. Wow. Wow. Million. So Ken only had a little over 14,000 bucks going into final Jeopardy. He must have missed some double Jeopardies in that one. We'll get back to Austin Ricketts in one second. Hey, uh, Tom from uh, Brockton via West Virginia and Alabama, soon to be the Philippines. Uh, listen up. The, uh, the next song, the next song is for you. Excuse me, Austin. You were saying? All right. Uh, Ned, one of our quality control engineers, texts in. Okay, what is going on with my 4G flip phone? It really, really, really is freezing far more than it used to. All right, let's get to the song we have picked out just for Tom from Everywhere. Oh, rest in peace, Teddy. Rest in peace. Come on, he did some things to the little people. Uh, Ned, one of our quality control engineers, uh, texts in. Uh, he's got a point of contention with Tom from Everywhere, who's uh, driving north, north from West Virginia, uh, to uh, back to uh, this area, avoiding 95, avoiding New York City. Uh, Ted, uh, Ted, Ned writes, New York City going, whoops, I agree that avoiding New York City going south is a good idea. However, 
The Tappan Zee Bridge no longer exists. Is that true? It was replaced by a fairly cool Cuomo Bridge. Oh, how long is that name going to stay on there? Wow. Ned, am I missing a joke there? Or is that uh, true factual information? Huh. The Tappan Zee Bridge no longer exists. It was replaced by a fairly cool Cuomo Bridge. And, of course, that reminds me of the movie Amistad. At the end of the, uh, whoops. Yeah, at the end of the movie Amistad. Uh, please take this memo. Uh, you are correct, sir. The slave fortress at Sierra, Sierra Leone does not exist. Yeah, because they blew it into bits. Uh, let's go to the phone lines at 508-222-1320. Good morning. Paul, hi. How are you? John. Yeah, I just have to say the uh, night, the little Teddy jingle you just played made me laugh out loud. Oh, wow, very, good. Not much else yeah. today has, so I'm glad that did. <laughs> very, very, yeah, that was that was funny. I really, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's glad a bo- love him. That's glad bo- love him. Yeah, that's Bob Rivers uh, from his Twisted Christmas uh, box set. Uh, he's a guy from our area, uh, Zip Zipfeld who grew up in Shrewsbury, and Bob Rivers, uh, they were on WAAF together back in the day. Oh. Um, and then um, they had a morning show for a while on another Worcester station, yeah. and they still get yeah. together on Saturday afternoons on 100.1. But, yeah, Bob Rivers did all kinds of, uh, well, rewritten songs. Uh, that's one of his better ones. <laughs> yeah, that was <clears throat> that was funny stuff. Yeah, God love Teddy. I mean, if he, not for the fact that, you know, couldn't lay off the sauce, and he was a philanderer. Yeah. We would have had him for eight years as a president, and we would have got a lot done. But anyway. Yeah. But I digress. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So what do you got, like eight games you got to do tonight or what? No, we're doing two, two tonight and two tomorrow. We've got. I'm looking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We've got the Division two games tonight, mm-hmm. uh, two, Division two and Division three, Division th- uh, four and five tomorrow. Yeah, I just, I was surprised. Looking at the Globe this morning, I saw. The D1 final was last night. Excuse me. Yeah. My first thought was, why are they playing it on Wednesday night? But I guess when you got 16 games, yeah, you got to spread it out. Well, it's eight games uh, at Gillette, and normally uh, the Patriots are away the first weekend in December. Uh, so oh, the games are like Friday night and Saturday, but they've got a home right. game this year. Uh, they're playing well, the Chargers happened? on Sunday. Well, how did that happen? I don't know. Let's go. Let's get to the bottom of that. Heads will roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the craziest thing, John, and we've talked about this, Massachusetts, where high, sc- yeah. you know, where high school football is a mm. sport, yeah. has eight, eight divisions. Right. Texas right. and Florida, where high school football is a religion, only right. has five divisions, and they're much bigger states. Uh, it's what Tom from everywhere was saying. It's way too many divisions. It's trophy for everyone thinking. Yeah, it is. But, you know, I, I, I do have to admit, though, Paul, when I think about it, <clears throat> I think they're probably right. Because if you get a t- if you get two teams that are playing and one team has 10 less students than another, yeah. that's not fair. <laughs> you know, they, they, they shouldn't be expected to play against. So you really do have to, you know, have another division. So well, oh, I think they're probably I think they're probably right on that. Well, guess what? There are more divisions. They also now have the small school and large school vocational high school bowl games and championships. Oh, that's a separate thing now? That's a, a completely separate thing now. So when you used to coach at Whittier, 
Um, yeah. If you qualify for the regular playoffs, great. But if you don't, they have a whole separate tournament for the uh, uh-huh. vocational schools that did not qualify uh-huh. for the playoffs in one of eight divisions. Did we mention eight divisions is too many? Wow. Yeah, 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 we did. Hey, and another thing, you know, this the, the NBA in-season uh, in tournament, yeah, yeah, I take great pride in, in, in knowing absolutely positively nothing about that except the Celtics had to run up the score on some team last night in a meaningless yeah. November game to get into the tournament. Yeah, I wonder who, you know, they, every, every team has a different floor for the in-tournament game. Yeah. I wonder who's pays for all of this stuff. Season ticket holders, primarily. Well, well the answer is we do. You know, yeah. all, all paths. All costs are passed on to the consumer in any kind of capitalist system. And no one ever mentions that. You know, yeah. you teams wearing 900 uniforms. Bingo. Baseball games use 9 million balls. <laughs> the ball touches the dirt around home plate. You have to throw it out. A guy lines out to left field. They throw the ball out. Don't get me started. Oh, you know, please. Teams wanna, you know, teams want to wear it. You know, and we're paying. No one says a word. It's, I don't know. No, it's it's it, well. No, it, yeah. uh, I remember uh, when I was playing Senior Babe Ruth baseball, John, of course, uh, played American Legion baseball because you were an all-star in baseball. I was just a guy, so I played Senior Babe Ruth. But we're playing a game uh, in Blackstone. Yeah. yeah. And I remember it was the only Senior Babe Ruth game where I had to start at shortstop. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because we only had nine players. And you know, um, I had the glove for shortstop. I did not have yeah. the arm for shortstop. Yes, uh, so I have a good arm. Yeah, Yeah. so Paul Glennon, <laughs> you remember Paul Glennon. You played yes, football with yes. his older brother, Billy. Uh, Paul yes. Glennon is our pitcher, and he must have been watching Major League Baseball the night before. And Paul thought a lot of himself. So he's warming up, and he asked the umpire, this is before the game, <laughs> He's warming up, and he asks the umpire for another ball. And the umpire says, kid, we have three balls for the entire game. That one's good enough. So Paul Glennon shrugs his shoulders, walks back to the mound, winds up, and throws the ball over the backstop. What chutzpah? Yes, says to the umpire, now can I have another ball? To which the umpire says, you're out of the game! Good for the umpire. Mr. Whittles comes crutching up to home plate. Again, he was a polio victim on crutches. God God love him. And Mr. Whittles did something I have never seen before or since. He talked the umpire into letting Paul Glennon back into the game for two reasons. One, we only had nine players. And two, you can't throw him out of the game yet. It hasn't started. It hasn't started. My goodness. That's a great story, Paul. That's a great story. uh, I can't imagine... I can't imagine the chutzpah, though, of someone that age doing that. (laughs) Tremendously, a very self-assured young man. Uh, Yes, he was. He he must not have grown up in a big family. (laughs) I don't know. Not as many as us. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right, man. Hey, listen, I had to to turn the heat on today. I get up, it was only 66 in Jacksonville Beach, Florida, so I had to turn the heat up. To 77, so oh. I, you know, it's a crushing blow today. Yeah, my heart bleeds. My heart bleeds yeah, for I you, John. I figured it would. You think you have problems. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. All right, John, thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah, go, to the, care, go to the drugstore. Take care of that athlete's foot problem, will you? Yeah. <laughs> I hope you find the damn thumb drive. Take care, Paul. Yeah, thanks, John. Yeah. Hey, bye. Yeah, bye. yeah, this is a problem, uh, not having the thumb drive. This is, there's lots of stuff on there. Rats. Uh, you can tell I've been having kind of longer transitions from one um, subject into the other because normally...
when I'm transferring from one subject to another, I just look at my like four or five pages of printed out stuff for some little blurb I can use to fill the time before I get something else ready on the computer. We got a remote correspondence. Ned was not kidding. Ned was not kidding about the Tappan Zee Bridge. Uh, he wrote, I agree that going, I agree that, I agree that avoiding New York City going south on 95 is a good idea. However, the Tappan Zee Bridge no longer exists. It was replaced by a fairly cool Cuomo Bridge. Yeah. Uh, if they want to uh, replace the name of Faneuil Hall, because Peter Faneuil owned slaves, like everyone did back then, how long is the Cuomo name uh, going to remain on bridges? After, um, well, patting the fleshy hindquarters of women without their permission. That's not going to last long. But Ned writes, true, it's a neat bridge with a walking path next to it to view the river. Huh. So, like a sidewalk, walking path over the entire span of the bridge? How did I miss that news? Uh, where are we here? We got to go to a break. Uh, here's another uh, Bob River selection for my big brother, John, who... Uh, Led the state in batting his last year of American Legion baseball in 1971 with a 444 batting average. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there it is, Bob Rivers. That's from his White Trash Christmas album. Um, Ryan Dolinger, our color commentator, about what time you thinking about getting into Gillette, Paul? Let's see, 5.30, probably 4 at the latest. Let me write this back to him. Actually, where's the uh, colon button here? Oh, that one. For, or, so. Hopefully Ryan addresses warmly because we're going to have the press box window open. Um, And hopefully he calls in. I think we got another remote correspondence here. Ah, the uh, lovely Carol McLaughlin of the Quincy McLaughlin's. Uh, texting in, I think the bridge was named after Mario Cuomo, not Andrew Cuomo. All right, we don't have any evidence of Mario Cuomo uh, patting the fleshy hindquarters of uh, women in the office without their permission or consent. Uh, so maybe the name will stick. And uh, hold on here. What do we got from Ryan? Copy that, boss. Can't wait. He is excited. He's excited. I'll give him a call uh, when we go to our next commercial break. Oh, Jim Jones uh, writing in. It takes 45 minutes from when you park to when you get to the booths. Yes, it does take a very long time. Hi there. Hi, Mrs. Coach Dave. Otherwise known as Ernestine. <laughs> yes, Ernestine, yes. What's up? Into the microphone. You're a trained oh, professional. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, Dave was wondering if you would like to walk in there and introduce yourself to the uh, other people who are here. Well, I'd love to right and now, but i got to wait till I put a song on again. Oh, oh well. Because we, hurry up and do that. we can't have dead air, uh, even though the dead air would probably be the finest portion of the show today. No. But, yeah. No way, no way. Yes. But, uh, um, Dave was telling us he had a, 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 a leg injury. Uh, a little while yes, he ago. he broke his leg. Well, yeah, how came. hard How hard did you kick him? <laughs> he didn't require that, actually. He just tripped over his, his accordion strap. Okay. And it, they say it's a leg or a hip, but the femur. Okay. And Which is the hardest bone in the body to break, apparently. But he had a, a very straight, 
you know, splinter, yep. so they'd be able to heal it, you know, okay. seal it with really well. Wow, well, yeah, that's health. the hardest bone to break. Uh, it's funny because with Irish people, the skull is the hardest bone oh, in the body. Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, there it is. Anyway, well, Ernestine, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get in there and say All hello. Right, we appreciate it. Uh, if not, as soon as the show you. ends at 12 noon, I'll do that. All right, that sounds like a plan. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yay. Bye. All right. Um, yeah, no, it takes forever, forever uh, to get through the bowels of us. Uh, oh, go ahead and slam it. Let it rip. There you go, Ernestine. Thank you. Uh, it takes forever to get from uh, the security at the media entrance at one of the end zones of, uh, uh, I almost said Schaefer Stadium, Gillette Stadium. Uh, and then you have to uh, wind your way, matriculate through the bowels of Gillette Stadium to get to the one and only elevator in the entire stadium which has access to the uh, media areas the press box areas and uh you have to wait and wait and wait and wait and then the elevator finally shows up with a good old-fashioned elevator attendant how do you get that job and then darn there's too many people there's no room for you in the elevator so you have to wait and wait and wait and wait some more. Then you finally get into the elevator. You tell them you have to get up to a level three or maybe the red level. So you know what happens. They open the doors for you at the blue level. This is the wrong level. Yeah, it might take us to drive from the station to, uh, to Gillette Stadium will take me about 20 minutes to get from the uh, security entrance at Gillette Stadium to the press box. Jim Jones is right. That'll take about 45 minutes. Um... We're planning a protest for Saturday. Oscar the Cat was canceled, and you know why. Then an imposter named Snake started a cheap copy of my show. They both played, uh, both shows uh, play harder-edged rock uh, than I usually ever play. But other than that, nothing about the shows is similar at all. Now he's taking my time slot this Saturday night. Just once. Just once. He'll be back to Thursday next week. Uh, this guy is a copycat rat. Oh, and there's an emoji, which, good thing, my phone can't process the emoji. I encourage my fans to protest. W-A-R-A will be protesting Saturday night at 42 Union Street, Attleboro. Come down and join us. I'll let him know. Uh, oh, Oh, Bill Keefe Jr., who's gonna, who is a uh, 13-year official with the NFHS organization, 13-year football official. He's going to be joining us in the booth tonight. Uh, and again, uh, since they switched to NFHS rules, uh, I've been a little, well, there's still some rules I'm not quite up to snuff on after spending the first 62 years of my life uh, knowing every rule there was to know about high school football. Uh, so he's going to be joining us tonight as our uh, rules interpretation third man uh, in the booth. Uh, so that'll be good to have someone who actually knows every single rule uh, there is to know. He's got some personality, too, uh, joining us. Um, and again, our broadcast tonight and tomorrow, they're live on the radio. Due to MIAA restrictions, we have to wait 24 hours before we link up our, our video, one camera up high, one camera at field level, before we link up our video. Uh, to the radio call, and then that uh, those will appear on our AACS YouTube channel, uh, where we've received thousands of hits over the past years uh, on our Super Bowl coverage. Um, 
And this is Agent 6. Does that petition hanging in Attleboro City Hall pertain to Brian? Oh, the symbol of unity, resolution against hate? Wow. Well, again, if Trump supporters didn't believe in hate, they have no beliefs whatsoever. But yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We'll have to contact uh, Attleboro Mayor Simone. Maybe we can get a copy, a copy of their anti-hate resolution, which now hangs in uh, City Hall, right outside our office. And um, maybe that'll dissuade some people. Where are we? All right, we're going to take our final break. Uh, we'll be back on the other side here at 1320 WARA. Yeah, after you find your key in the cushions of the couch... Look for my thumb drive. Um, ben Stiller, 58 years old today. Some great movies he's been in. Uh, Along Comes Polly, where, like me, his character can't take Indian food. Uh, oh, the Zoolander movie? The first one, not the, not the Zoolander 2. We don't do sequels here. Zoolander is a great skewering of the fashion industry. We already talked about Tropic Thunder. Uh, one of the greatest uh, parodies or satires of all things Hollywood in the history of the world. If you are not familiar with the uh, movie Flirting with Disaster, I strongly, strongly encourage you to look it up, rent it, stream it, whatever you have to do. It is a great ensemble, ensemble piece. And you get to see uh, Mary Tyler Moore's boobies, barely covered by a thin black bra. Thing of beauty. Okay, don't miss your cue. Thank you. Is this a musical table? Wow, from 1958, the year I was born. Welcome back to Pontificating with Paul and the Proletariat. Here's another short, quick one uh, from Bob Rivers. You know this famous old Christmas carol. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, Jim, is, is this for me to read publicly over the air, or is this just between me and you? Hmm, hmm. If you don't respond, I'm going to read it anyway. Agent 5, who's been helping people out at the uh, food pantry at the uh, Murray Unitarian Universalist Church on North Main Street. Well, I've been able to listen for a bit. Not as busy today. I sent you an email. Oh, rats. There it is. I'm sorry. Molly Tuttle's cannabis ad for Tennessee. I sent you an email with a music video. Please play if you receive it. It's a hoot. And this is for air uh, regarding uh, Brian, Agent 666, uh, formerly known as Oscar the Cat, uh, who, um, <clears throat> well, is angry, angry uh, that because of our Super Bowls coverage tonight and tomorrow night, uh, Agent 86, Tom, uh, his show has to move from Thursday night into Brian's old time slot of 5 to 8 p.m. He's accusing, accusing Tom of stealing his time slot, stealing his show. <clears throat> yeah, and our plans to have a protest. Uh, Jim Jones, the czar of all things WARA radio and ACS TV writes, We just finally got our repaired console back four months and thousands of dollars later. After what Brian did, when you flagrantly break studio rules more than once, yes, you lose the privilege of said studio. Okay, 
All right. There it is. Um, and what's this? Uh, which one? Hold on. Put this back here. Let me highlight that. Click on that. Click on that. Click on this. Put that there. Control V there. A. Let's see what agent. Whoops. You gonna play for me or what? All right. Da 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 da. da. Spinning blue dot. Spinning blue dot. This is Molly Tuttle. And the Golden Highway, the song's called Down Home Dispensary. All right. Down Home Dispensary in Tennessee. Outstanding. Wow, there's Molly Tuttle and the Golden Highway. A little-known fact, that song was co-written, <clears throat> as far as you know, uh, by Peter Tosh. Yes, of Legalize It fame all those years ago. Wow. Yeah, it's legal just about everywhere now. Except, of course, New Hampshire. Wow. Live free. Or die. Oh, well. 508-222-1320 is Lert Number. We're almost out of here. Amy Goodman coming up next with Democracy Now! 12 to 1 a, 12 noon to 1 p.m. 2 to 3, Peter J. Wiggins with his show, Everything You Wanted to Know About Norton. <clears throat> but we're afraid to ask. I think that's the name of it. That's from 2 to 3. Uh, from 5 o'clock till 5.25. <clears throat> Uh, Tom, with a uh, truncated edition of uh, Besides the B-Sides, Earworms with Agent 86. Yes, he plays songs uh, from the band you know, but the songs that weren't overplayed on the radio. Again and again and again. Uh, again, short version tonight. Uh, we have high school football tonight. King Philip uh, versus uh, um, uh, the Marshfield Fighting Rams. Conquerors of Catholic Memorial, that's the D2 game at 530. The D3 game, uh, the Walpole Timberwolves, <clears throat> formerly the Rebels, uh, versus the Milton Wildcats. That's the Division 3 game. Tomorrow night at 530, the Division uh, 4 game, Situate against Duxbury. We're rooting for Situate because Duxbury is Duxbury. The Duke University of Massachusetts, yuck. That game's at 530, 8 o'clock. We've got um, the Division Five game, the Foxborough Fighting Warriors under Jack Martinelli, who got his 300th win, 300th win uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, just the seventh Massachusetts high school football coach in the history of the world to get 300 wins. They're looking for their first title since 2006. Um and that'll be the 8 o'clock game tomorrow night. Dan McCurney, Dan and Linda hosting their uh, holiday dinner. Um, uh, December uh, 16th, 11 a.m. to two uh, to 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. Starts at 11. Community dinner. Anyone from the community who wants a hot dinner and hang out with some cool people. Uh, 11 to 1 or 2 a.m. on Saturday, December 16th. Agent 86... Could color commentate with you and play some music in between timeouts and halftime. Yeah, he played uh, high school football for Attleboro about 40 years ago. Again, with a 42-second delay, though, it's tough to coordinate things like that. Uh, great job, Agent 86. Whoops. What's going on here? 
Great job, Agent 86, uh, Tom, and you too, Paul. Duxbury County, that's Jim Corbin's area. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, never mind. Um, Mr. Blue Pride, as we're almost out of here. Yes, and Foxborough, not only did Jack Martinelli uh, get his 300th win as head coach of Foxborough, he's been coaching at Foxborough since 1735. Uh, but yes, they beat Mansfield on Thanksgiving this year. I think they did last year, too, up at Fenway Park. They played at Fenway last year, and I think they won that game as well. All right, we're going uh, we're out of here. We are uh, we're cruising out. Boy, I've got a busy day today. Uh, one of the reasons it's going to be so busy before we head over to Gillette Stadium is I lost my stinking thumb drive. Rats. Uh, I'm not going to get home till well after 11 o'clock tonight. Uh, I'll be sleeping in tomorrow morning, broadcasting uh, from the man cave, editing suite. All right, fine. Carol's office. Um, yeah. Um, so we'll let it rip then. Uh, two high school football games tonight. Don't forget to tell your friends. Two more tomorrow night. And then hopefully lots and lots and lots of sleep Saturday night before Carol's family's uh, big uh, Christmas <clears throat> uh, soiree on uh, this Saturday. Uh, knock them dead, everyone. Don't you go changing. Uh, oops. That was supposed to be Bob Bamberg saying, you're listening to 1320 WARA. Attleboro.